Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You don't just live in your home. You live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording live once again from our Podstream studios in Times Square. Folks, everything is bad. I don't know how to part and parcel out what we should talk about on any given day. Because when I open up Twitter, it's like just jumping into a cesspool filled with acid rain topped by, I don't know, killer slugs and killer bees. Remember we had that back in 2020 as well. So here's where we are. We live in a country folks where reality is being debated, right? And I, I, the question that I'm asking friends and colleagues is this, Can reality exist if 50% of people have created their own? Is there actually a founding and a basis, right? A commonality? Because you see, in reality, we have to agree on certain principles, right? On certain ideas, which is that gravity exists, right? That, you know, you should stop at stop signs, that there are certain laws that dictate the reality that we exist in. We cannot fly, so you should not try and jump off of a building, right? That you should not ride a bicycle into, you know, into a house. Like, there are just certain things that, based in reality, the reality that we all agree upon. But here's the thing. We no longer agree upon any fucking thing, not anything whatsoever. And, you know, there was a time when I believed in strong debate. I used to love the show Crossfire back in the day. Y'all remember that? Where you would have people from opposite sides and you would put out a theme or you'd put out an issue and then they would hack it out. And the audience right, would be the better for it until, of course, like everything else, they just, you know, descended into fuckery. But here's where we are. On Monday, Memorial Hermann Hospital in Houston closed three ERs down. Three ERs they have closed. And let me tell you what they've said in the announcement that was made. Due to the continued COVID-19 surge and the strain on the hospital system's operation, it was closing 
three of its 24-hour emergency rooms. I want you to think about that for a minute. A hospital has made an announcement in a developed country in these United States to say that they are closing their fucking doors to three of their 24-hour emergency rooms because they are overwhelmed and at capacity. Right? And apparently at capacity by a fucking hoax, by something we've all made up in our heads, that apparently over 600,000 Americans have died in this country by something given to them by Peter Pan, evidently. It's all just in our fucking heads. Hospitals are crumbling all across this country, and yet 50% of the population wants to tell me that I should put a fucking spoon on my arm where the vaccination shot went in, and if it sticks, that means that my DNA has been altered, and people are actually believing this fuck shit. You know, when I saw the report, which was about a week or so ago, of the young girl And I want us to remember her name. I want us to know her name, right? Eighth grader in Mississippi. And this is what the report says here. A sweet Mississippi town is in mourning. The death of one of its sweetest students. A little over a thousand people call Raleigh, a place nestled in Smith County, Mississippi, home where Magnolia Drive runs through the heart of downtown and a road is dotted with pastel-colored storefronts and red-brick government buildings for half a mile. It's a sleepy place. And now, this sleepy little quintessential, apparently, American town is in a collective state of grief over a 13-year-old girl named Michaela Robinson who died of COVID. Here's the thing, folks, and this is what is getting to me. How many Michaelas are there going to be? How many children across this country are going to die in the coming weeks because of the many executioners that we have at the helm of red states across this country. Death Santis, DeSatan, you know, choose your poison, Abbott, and others. I just named the top two because this is who the rest of red state governors are taking their cues from. Michaela went back to school as every other eighth grader in her town was going to go back to school. And she along with eight other children, ended up in the ICU of Children's of Mississippi, the Children's Hospital. She died on August 14th. And the thing here in this story, folks, is that we always have Republicans that want to feed us this line of absolute bullshit about the children. And what about the children? The children can't see two people of the same sex get married because what about the children? The children can't go to the bathroom if the bathroom is gender neutral because, you know, what about the children? We need to put parental advisories on everything because what about the children? But when it comes to actually changing and shaping 
and making sure that children are safe, right? And changing policy in order to keep children actually safe from harm. We don't fucking do that. And nobody ever calls out Republicans and says, hey, what about the children? You have a classroom of first graders that get mowed down by an AR-15 in Sandy Hook, and you tell us not to politicize. Now, the same fraction of QAnon fucks, right, who believe that the vaccine is changing human DNA, are the same people that believe that Sandy Hook was all made up. That apparently the parents who lost their six and seven-year-old children and had to bury them, right, somehow they just made it up for attention's sake. That the kids who watched their best friends die in front of them in Parkland, somehow they made that shit up too. They're just a bunch of actors. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that one of the Parkland students, his own father, Somehow now, because of QAnon, believes that he was some type of actor involved in the Parkland shooting. The man was in the house when he got the call that the school was locked down because there was a mass shooting. If this is where we have arrived in our society, where instead of creating policy, instead of doing something to protect our children, we instead sell them bulletproof backpacks. That instead of using a piece of fucking cloth that could keep your child from death, from long-term COVID, who has any idea what the fuck that will actually look like in a body that's still developing. Instead of doing that, we have anti-mask mandates rolled out in all of these states, including Mississippi, where Michaela died. What about the children? Coming up next, friends, is my conversation with our in-house doctor, Dr. Jonathan Metzl, to talk to us about the latest with COVID. Folks, I am so excited to be back and in conversation with our in-house doctor, Dr. Jonathan Metzl, who is now back on location in Tennessee with his university, going to be teaching in person, 200 some odd uh, students. Jonathan, you've been in Tennessee for how long now? And what, what what are you seeing as the differences between how New York and Connecticut, where you also were throughout this time, were hand, are handling COVID versus what you're seeing in Tennessee? I mean, I've been here, I guess, for a week, but in dog years, it feels like I've been here like for <laughs> 10 years already. It's been a really long week. It's great to talk to you. Hello, everybody. I would say in general, I've had this really weird thing, right, where for the past year, I've been living on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And I mean, certainly COVID, everywhere. It's not like you're going to escape it, but in general, in New York, for example, I mean, certainly some people do it, some people don't, but there's a general playing by a particular set of rules. You know, you go somewhere, people are in general wearing a mask. You can pretty much people you're going to interact with have been vaccinated. And now I started (laughs) triple masking yesterday because it's just- well, it's more just that like, like, are you it, breathing? Like, do you have an oxygen tank on your back? Like, how are you out. wearing three masks? I, I had to go to the airport and take a flight on <coughs> Southwest Airlines. Mm. <coughs> um, and so I just thought, man, 
I'm like swimming in, in, I don't know if it's COVID or whatever, something right now. So I figured I would rather be safe than sorry, but it's just, it's interesting that like your everyday interactions are just, you just, you can't assume that people are playing by that same set of rules. I mean, I've been the only masked person in multiple indoor settings. Certainly there are people here who are scared out of their minds. There are people here who are worried about it, people who want to do the right thing, but it's just interesting to be part of a framework where the bigger framework is not a public health framework. And so everywhere you go, you can pretty much just, I just take it for granted outside of my university that I'm, I just assume I'm going to be the only masked person. And that's not, it's not always the case, but it's often the case. And so it just leads to a different kind of, I mean, again, I'm coming from a public health perspective, right? It's much, it's harder to relax. I mean, I feel like this for me, I would much rather be in New York where everybody's kind of playing by a set of rules that are linked to kind of communal safety. For me, that is more relaxing, even though we're faced with this shitty situation, which is this virus. But here it's kind of like everybody's, it just feels like everybody's for themselves, which I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like it as much, you know, it's just, it's hard, when, you know. When you say that, like, so in New York, that everyone is playing by the same set of, you know, similar, the same set of rules, meaning that we're all kind of focused on community safety and community wellness. And that has been from the top down, right? Do you feel though, that when you are the only masked person inside somewhere, like, are you receiving sneers? Are people looking at you? Because they're operating, frankly, on a set of community values as well. They're libertarian freedoms, right? And what it is that they perceive to be their autonomy. Um, which is the ability to harm folks. And so I'm just wondering, how are you being perceived with your masking with, you know, within the university, but also just going to the store, picking up, you know, whatever it is that you need? Even if you wanted to wear a mask, you're, you're just outnumbered here, basically. And so it's kind of like, it's just exhaustion really in a certain kind of way. I mean, certainly there are some people give you bad looks. Some people are like, oh, I, a lot of people like probably tried to wear masks and then they just kind of <laughs> got tired of it um, and stuff like that. And so it's more like, it's more the, it's more a structural level exhaustion. If, if I, if that makes any sense. In other words, like some people are worried about COVID. Some people aren't. Some people want to do the right thing. Some people are just wanting to get on with their lives, but because the bigger structure isn't giving clear public health guidelines. And if they did, people wouldn't follow them. I'll give you an example. I was in the, in the Nashville airport. And even though there's a mask mandate in the airport, plenty of people were just walking around with their mask, just covering their chin. Um, I was nostril pastriots because they were determined to have their noses outside of their masks. Um, some people just had their mask around one ear and other people were like scared out of their minds. And like me, they had like 75 masks on and stuff like that. But it's just like, you're in this bigger pool of people doing things kind of differently. And so, I don't know, certainly I had the individual autonomy to wear 75 masks. That was my liberty and my freedom, but I, I would rather be part of a, I mean, I probably sound like some bleeding socialist right now, but I'd rather be part of a place where like Everybody's just kind of wearing a mask. I just find it more personally relaxing. I, I guess what I'm trying to say, and it's hard to articulate because I'm in the middle of it now, is it's just <laughs> coming from it. I find it t to be in a situation where everyone is just making up their own rules. 
Yeah, and you know, where where are where where are where is Tennessee right now in terms of their ICU beds, in terms of their infection rate? I'm certain that you're probably following that in the same way that we follow it here in New York. And so are are they in I'm assuming that they are in similar positions as Florida and Texas and Mississippi and Alabama. What do their numbers look like right now? It's catastrophic. I mean, it's horrible. There was a piece in the New York Times about it this morning. Um, not just COVID. We had flash floods here the other day. Yep. Uh, a lot of people got killed. So there's, um, you know, climate issues and, and things like that. But again, we've got it. We've got, like many Southern states, a, a governor who's going around overturning mask mandates. And so there's a push and pull. Again, there's a, a nice piece in the New York Times about it this morning that people are really worried. And there are a lot of parents who are worried. But the big issue is school is going back in. I'm starting teaching again tomorrow. And so it just it just feels like every person's out there for themselves. And there's no any anytime you try to create like a kind of okay, let's do public health, you've got somebody like the horrible governor here see who comes and overturns it. And so it's weird because on one hand it's like, you know, states' rights or individual liberty or something like that. But every time a school tries to say, okay, look, we're gonna we're gonna legislate safety for our community. The governor comes in and says, you can't, you can't mandate masks in your schools. Um, you've probably seen some videos of the people, with, you know, shouting down school board members and doctors are now getting, getting attacked um, on, on social media. And so it's not a good situation. I mean, again, people have their individual, li- but there are times where you need communal public health. And so I'm, I'm trying to get the lay of the land. It's been a week here, but I will say that I feel like this this week has been a very long week. I mean, I'm I'm still kicking right here as we proceed, and I and I feel you and and the viewers in on on what things are like in in the South. It's just really again, everybody you see is not some crazy Twitter person, but just the everyday interaction. You just can't assume the same kind of safety, and of course, this is all happening in the context of a bigger conversation where. COVID is getting much worse and it's going to last now much longer and vaccine hesitancy is really, really going to prolong this narrative. So it just feels tiring right now, to be honest. That's it for today's Woke AF Daily podcast. To hear more from today's show, including my full interview with Dr. Jonathan Metzl, support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Woke AF. Power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.